Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Jake uh, comes back on the podcast. I have to play ACDC. So, welcome back to the Tip of the Tire podcast, Jake. I know I kind of just sprung on you at the last minute, but uh, glad you were able to join us. I'm glad to be here. I always like making my once a once a once a season, um, <laughs> uh, once a season feature. So, yeah, we can't afford you for the rest of, for the whole season. So maybe maybe we'll we'll splurge in the playoffs. And have you on more often in the playoffs, but yeah, yeah, we can't. No, af- they don't get you don't get paid in the playoffs. Just if you win. <laughs> oh, yeah. So l- let's talk about a team that doesn't know really know how to win yet, and that's the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, not surprisingly, they lost two nothing to the Detroit Tigers. Um, I, I mean, the good news: Marcus Stroman seems to be okay. Uh, the bad news is the rest of the team, not so much. <laughs> Mess. Well, they have two hits. Two? Two hits. Yep. Two hits over 10 innings. They had an extra inning to try to get a hit. To Detroit, who I'm pretty sure was like the third worst pitching team in the league. Well, it was, I mean, between them, Miami, Kansas City. Baltimore. Baltimore. Um, yeah, I mean... In the positive news, it's a good start to the tank for because this should be a tank year. <laughs> this should be a tank year, yes. Yeah. They, they do need I, – I mean, if there's a, something I know the Blue Jays are going to need, um, pitching is going to be one of them. Yeah, and they also need some fucking actual guys that can hit for average. Get on base, too. It's not even the, the hitting. It's guys weren't getting on base. Uh, it's the hitting. Some guys cannot hit. Well, that's true. I mean – uh, Freddie Galvez, apparently that's how you say it, not Galvez. He sucks. Um, he's just there for the infield. Um, yeah. he's really good defensively, but he can't hit. Dan, like Danny Jansen is gonna hit like a like an above average catcher. I mean, it's gonna take him some time, but he, I think he's a guy I'm looking forward to. Um, really, it, it, really the only good hitters on this team are like guys like Randall Gritchuk, Justin Smoke. You. I mean, after that, like Lourdes Goriel should be able to hit. I mean, it's also it, just one game. It is I mean, one game, so I mean, I'm not gonna say like their whole offense is terrible, but we know that we're not expecting a lot out of this lineup at the same time. Oh no, no. Um, Thank you. Yeah, the only two, the only really things I'm interested in seeing is how Sanchez and Stroman pitch, because one of them I'm leaning more towards Stroman being gone 
at the deadline. I think he'll have like there's been enough rumors and interest going around. I think that he's gonna get a lot of attention. Um, another guy like Ken Giles, who I think could. I mean, he has another year of arbitration, so that's valuable as well. Deal him before he implodes. The funny thing is, it, I don't even know how many safe like situations he's going to get. Because last yeah, year, that you'd was be a, surprised. Like last year, he was point. He had a point three five ERA in safe situations. Yeah, and then when there's just pressure, then there's no pressure on. He fucking implodes. It's like he had like I think his ER was well over six in that in that situ- <laughs> yeah, situation. So bad. So, um, yeah, I mean they've got young guys. Like you know, we're we're gonna see Trent Thornton who tried to decapitate or try to take uh, Bryce Ankles ankles apart. With the pitch. Good start to the season. Hate um, Bryce Harper. <laughs> so th- there's him. Uh, Matt Shoemaker, who we're going to see uh, get the second start. I'm curious to see how he uh, how he looks. I think he's a guy that just doesn't stay healthy. Yeah, that's he does, his main issue. If he does, he actually has pretty decent good. stuff, but he can never stay healthy. And then, oh, my God. I can't wait until Clayton. Uh, was it Clayton Richard or Clayton Richard? Oh, I, my Richard, God. The, the BP pitcher? That's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> I've uh, I've had a pretty good idea of pitchers since I bat baseball every now and then. He is either Clayton Kershaw one game or he is actually throwing batting practice. Yeah, I mean, he has like three starts a year where he'll throw like a almost a perfect game, and then he'll just let allow like seven runs in an inning. There's no in between. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, that's mm-hmm. why you don't pay him the big bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to in seeing how that, how the pitching, I mean, we all know what the big, uh, what everyone's going to be looking forward to this season. And that's going to be, uh, and that's going to be Vlad Jr. I mean, I mean, I, I'm also curious to see how Boba Shett, when he uh, comes up, I think it could be as soon as they consider trading any veteran players off the team, but like him and Vlad jr. Are the only two things I think blue Jays fans are looking forward to this season. Uh, I mean, I kind of, I like want to see how Barucky pitches. Um, oh, I'm Barucky too. I think that, I think that well saying, I think all the Sean, pitch- Sean Reed Foley, like some of those other guys who you never know how they're going to, how they're going to play. But yeah, outside of that, basically those two, Although I'm I'm curious if you actually think that they would call up um, Bobachet this season, not do the same bullshit they're doing to Vlad Jr. Part of yeah, me thinks one of the reasons I think is because they gave him such a extended look in spring training, and um, he's I mean, their best hitter. Yeah, I think it's going to be a case where they use the whole season in AAA, and he comes up near the end. Like, is I'll, he starting in AAA or Double A? Uh, it's AAA. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so he's better gonna, chance that he comes up. That triple A. You know what? I'm I'm gonna actually consider going to a triple A game because if Vlad's gonna be down there for a little bit, and then you've got um, Bichette, you're gonna have Anthony Alford. Uh, yeah, I thought Anthony Alford got called up today. So that's that's interesting. So I think what happened was the plan was to call up Alford last night when they traded. I think the plan was that they weren't sure if it was going to be between Morales and Telez. And I think when um, they traded Morales, 
they're like, okay, let's give uh, let's give Telez his first chance. I, I think that's how it's gonna go because really, if you're bringing up Alfred, he's not yeah. starting, which is unfortunate. But I think that's just well, how it. Uh, Shy, he was the original person that said that Alfred was gonna be called up, and then I think today because that I put that in the Morales uh, post we put up. And we were talking about that today. After we talked about it, Shai put out a thing saying that the original plan was for Alfred to come up, and he was actually in the city today. And then they called up Telez last second and just used him. Wow. Instead. <laughs> so. Great. Sucks for Alfred. It does. It's unfortunate, but I, I want him. He hasn't. The thing is, he hasn't had a full, se- healthy season. So I think that's something you'd want to see out of, uh, you know, just getting him that full healthy season. And then, again, after that, it's a case of can you get, uh, can you make a trade? I think Kevin Pillar is going to be the guy. I think you're there's enough teams that need outfielders that can play defense. So I think he'll be, like, he'll be on the move. There's been enough chatter around him that I could see him moving. The second I traded him, I would instantly just yell, ha, no trade backs. <laughs> <laughs> no give these backsies. Just like the okay, hall, just like, like the hall who, for Larson who, trade. Who exactly. <laughs> who wouldn't want an outfielder that can't, that does, doesn't get on base and hits like two fifty and is declining defensively. Oof. Yeah, that's rough. It is rough. There's no other way to put it. Really? He just, he is allergic to taking pitches. Yeah. Yeah. And what is it? San Francisco wanted him or something, apparently. Yeah, apparently the Giants were interested because they released an outfielder and were looking for uh, a, a more, a better, I guess, a better option, I guess. I mean, it's tough to say. They suck. They're awful, too. They have a massive outfield as well at AT&T or whatever. I think they changed the name of the stadium, but... Uh, like Pilar, the reason he has to make those crazy catches at times is because he takes poor angles to the ball or poor routes. Oh yeah, horrible. He puts himself in that spot where he has to dive for a ball because he breaks in and then the ball's over his head. It's uh, it's interesting. <laughs> well, we'll find out. I mean, it's gonna be a, it's gonna take time. I think you're gonna see some moves made maybe in like June. I think that's where you're going to expect the, some of these moves to be made. Um, I mean, they they play – I'm sorry to cut you off, Dave, but they play Baltimore next after this Detroit series. That's two teams in the standings that were projected to finish below the Jays. If they don't come out at least 500 from that, there's going to be a lot of doom and gloom already. I mean, what's the, what is there to watch currently on this roster? <laughs> oh, no, there's not. But we're all – I mean, we've already been talking in our group chat about the draft and – the Jays have a top 15 pick. I mean, that's what we're looking forward to. Uh, yeah. Just, that's if it. anything, they got to be able to get worse. I couldn't believe they had like what? They had like 70 wins and they finished with the freaking 11th pick. Like, how is that possible? It's because yeah. just so many teams are terrible. Like, okay, I'm going to look at the league standings. Baltimore uh, had like 30 wins. Baltimore had 47. Yeah, Kansas, Kansas City so had Texas Kansas sucked. City had fifty eight. Um, I, I think Miami. No, third was was Miami. Was not Miami. It was De, it was either Detroit or Miami. No, it was uh, it would have been Miami. Actually, Chicago. The White Sox were third. 
They had 62. Really? They have another crap. 62 Sorry. wins. Top pick. And then Miami, uh, San Diego, Detroit, Texas was t- god awful. And Texas got Texas. pounded today. <laughs> I know. They can't pitch. They literally cannot pitch. Yeah, hey Sam Dyson, where's your where's your towel wrapping wiping ass now? He's uh, on uh, he's on the he was on the Giants. Yeah, I, uh, man, how does he? I, get it's job? it's embarrassing how many relief pitchers I know. <laughs> <laughs> any any um any happiness or any um joy in seeing the Red Sox get smacked by the Mariners? No, because I know it means nothing. Man, good for Edwin. Yeah. Oh, I forgot he's out there. Poor yeah, I know. Definitely I, doesn't want to be there, but he's making the best. They're going to be horrible. They're going to be bad, but living in Seattle ain't the worst thing in the world. Oh, no, not at all. But they're, they're as a baseball team, they're horrible. They had no, no prospects. I believe they had none in the top 100 before they like kind of made an exodus. I still have no idea why they traded Gene Segura, who is their one of their only two good players, and they didn't really get a lot for him. Well, they traded him, then they traded um, James Paxton. Yeah, they just dismantled their team. But then they signed Kikuchi, who's one of the best, or was the best international prospect available. And they also got rid of Robinson Cano's money, and got a couple of really good prospects from the Mets. It's, yeah, it's weird. But they had to give up Edwin Diaz, who is filthy. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I'll say about the Blue Jays and how they're kind of doing it, I'm I I think credit should be given to um, Shapiro and Atkins for telling Rogers, yeah, can you just eat up about what sixty million dollars in salary to not have guys play for the team so we can give younger guys a chance to play? Yeah, to be fair to them, they've actually done everything I've wanted them to do. They've gotten rid of all the fucking dead weight on the team. Yeah. Yeah, getting assets for Kendris Morales is a big move. Well, yeah. Just just getting him off the team. Like, he is... Yeah. I'll still never forgive him for when... I believe they were playing the... They were playing the LA Angels and Tyler Clippard badly blew a, a game wide open. And they were down... They are down three to LA... And he hit what he thought was a walk-off home run off the center yeah. field wall, and he got a fucking single out of it. He pimped it, and then... <laughs> he and then, then um, I, I forget who it was, gets absolutely sc- uh, scalding throw to, uh, out at home, and he does not move from second to third. Uh, I mean... I don't know. I hate that guy. Yeah. So, I mean, as much as people are saying he was a good veteran presence, I'm not paying a guy, what, $12 million to be a a veteran rocker room guy. I actually want him to. 13, I thought. Well, I think something around those lines. Pretty much, he's getting paid more to not play for the Jays than to play for the Jays, so. I'm Great surprised move. Stroman didn't say something about it, to be honest. By the way, what the Stroman, what the fuck was with that stupid shimmy? He always it made the, shimmy. Yeah. It made me hate him. I'm like, Did you hear why? his comments after the game? No, what were they? Uh he was saying something and it was just sort of an aside. And I say uh I was surprised Stroman didn't say something about Morales because he was the one that said he was upset because more veterans aren't being given contracts because they're important to teams. 
like a couple weeks ago. Um, and he had said, he was talking about his pitching thing and he said something along the lines of, and it's, it's so on brand for Stroman because he's so confident in himself. He said, I wouldn't want anybody else in these big games except for me to the media. Was this Jake? What now was this shimmy in the seventh inning? I think I have a video of it where he's like celebrating a strikeout. Looks back at, uh, I think it was what? Yeah. Say it again. I think I see it now. He was looking back at like first base. Yeah, it's the one. It's the one where he he strike out a guy. And yeah. Would, yeah, he'd look at the first base or center field and like shake sideways. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He always does that shimmy, but this was like, like excessive shimmy. Dude, you're still losing. Well, at that time they weren't. But he wasn't exactly, yeah. The team wasn't doing great, so. Um. Yeah. I mean, this Blue Jays team. Oh, Oilers lost in a shootout, by the way. Um, we'll get to the Leafs in a second. Oh, don't you worry. We're gonna get to the Leafs. Um. I think, yeah, the Blue Jays' season is going to be one of ups and downs. There's going to be some exciting moments. I don't think it's going to be all bad, but um, to, yeah. to think that it's going... like I, I think anybody who thinks that Pipe Dream, oh, they might compete for a wild card, yeah, get out of no. here with that. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Montoya said all the good, all the right things before this game about, like, this. he's never going to make the team, or he's going to make sure this team isn't competing, like, they're a rebuilder and stuff like that, but I mean, come on. Yeah. So management's going to trade all of your top players before August, and that'll be that. Well, just any of the veteran producing guys. Like, I see Smoke. Apparently, Smoke could be a guy that could go. Um, yeah, it's a contract year for Smoke, so I wouldn't be surprised. But my good, they should trade him for. I can't believe they didn't trade him last year for anything. Yeah. <laughs> like they. They somehow caught a miracle. Like he's not good at all, but he can hit fastballs. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. They should have traded him after he made his all-star game and had 90 RBIs. Yep, but no. The thing is, I, I just don't understand how they can do so many intelligent things but always manage to trade guys or let go of guys at the absolute peak of their uh, or the absolute bare minimum of their trade value, they've done that like fucking nine times. Well, Donaldson was was the main one. Donaldson's the most. That was the worst, like, especially when you hear the the players that could have got for him. It's like, are you shitting me? Just don't tell me. Yeah, yeah. Well, they could have gotten the, the closer that could have been rookie of the year from the Cardinals and their like top center fielder. Like, come on. Well, there was that one. There was uh, the Nationals were offering like one of their top prospects for Osuna or something mm-hmm. along those lines. So, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Hopefully, they learn a lesson after those ones. But, um, yeah, I think that's all I can really say about the Blue Jays at this point. Let's talk about the other team that gives us grief and for the wrong reasons Raptors. Hmm. hmm. <laughs> no, no, they can win without their best player in the lineup, or best against player. the Knicks. Let's come. the Knicks. The Knicks right now are basically street ballers. Yeah. <laughs> the Knicks to... and the Bulls do not count as good games that you can win without your man. Top the Bulls. The, I actually was impressed with them three weeks ago. 
Um, I was watching a, a game with Chris actually, and they were playing the Hawks, and they had some they had some guys that were just having days like Zach Levine, uh, Otto Porter, uh, Laurie Markkinen, and then I look at I look at the injury report. They're sitting everybody that averages over six points per game. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the last time the Knicks won a game was. On February it was the Lakers. No, it was the. It wasn't that long ago. It was uh, it was <laughs> it was Selection Sunday. I remember because. Oh I yeah, they won by it. a point. That's right. Yeah, but they beat the Lakers because the Lakers were up eleven with like seven seconds left and somehow lost because they're just a fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah, um, I th- I actually think the Lakers are a bigger disaster than the Knicks. Well, it's because like we know what the Lakers were trying to do, it didn't work. And then they're like, crap. And now they're kind of just like, they're in with, I mean, how much of their roster was just guys brought in to try to piece together something, right? Yeah. They, so they, they weren't. The, the Lakers were built horribly. Oh, terribly. The, the thing is, I love Magic Johnson. And all these, all these great NBA players know fucking absolutely nothing about roster construction. Have, I don't know if you've seen the clip of comparing him to Jerry West. Have you? Se- I'm sure you've seen it. Oh yeah, yeah. Where uh, J- um, Jerry West basically says, "With well, a LeBron team, you need to surround them with shooters." And Magic Johnson proceeds to say, "Shooting gets beat," and he just does not bring up Golden State. I'm like, what? What the hell are you talking about? They have the two best shooters in the history of basketball. Yeah, it's. Just... He's like, all oh, the teams with shooters got beat. It's like no, they they didn't. They've won like three NBA titles in four years. Max, Ma- I like Magic. He's a jackass, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean that that just that Lakers away that whole situation playing out is not great. And then the, this pipe thing that they're gonna try to get Kawhi Leonard. Eh. Who the Lakers? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You saw his reaction when LeBron was like, "How about you talk to me?" He's like, come talk to me in the summer, bro. Yeah, he's like, nah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm really, really, at least, really good. At least it's it's better than the Clippers. I, I have to watch ESPN. So it's basically oh, sorry about ESPN that. <laughs> where they just talk about the Lakers. And now they're on the Clippers. They're like, well, Kawhi definitely going to the Clippers. I'm like, yeah, he's going to a team that's never made it to a Western Conference final. Definitely going there. He'd love it. Yo, man, he want he wants to go to California. He wants no, to go back they're like sunny California. I'm like, L. A. is not the fucking greatest place on the planet. Like, great, it's warm, nice. You want to sit in traffic for seven hours a day? Where would actually, if Jake, if you had to think of a place for Kauai other than Toronto, what would the place be? Where he would go? Yeah, I don't even know because there's no noise around him. It's so great, isn't yeah. it? I, I kind of don't. I I personally don't think he leaves. I think he kind of signs like a like a bumper deal and tries to tries to see what he can do here. But people keep saying the Lakers makes zero sense. He is a guy that hates when people ask him questions. Let alone he'll deal with the trash of playing with LeBron James. It's like you see the <laughs> you see the uh, LeBron James media first media conference. Yeah, exactly. And also playing with LeBron is horrible because yeah. if if you win, you never get credit. If you lose, it's all your fault. 
Um, and then the Clippers just make no sense. Like, what are they doing right now? They have, like, a bunch of really average players, and they don't have any really good young players. They don't have any draft picks. They have cap space, which I think is the dumbest idea ever. If you go in, if your rebuilding thing is we have cap space, we're going to get free agents, you're an idiot. Because the Knicks, I've watched the Knicks do it for probably 20 years. That's almost the Buffalo Sabres model. Mm. Minus the draft picks. No, Buffalo's is let's be in first place in November and then let's proceed to go on a 40 point pace for the let's rest of the season. Let's not. <laughs> let's be good and then let's not. <laughs> well, I, I can't write, wait to write draft coverage on them the next couple of months. They're yeah, keeping me alive. How about, how about we move on to the to our good old... Because uh, technically this, we do cover a bit of Buffalo uh, over over at the tip of the tower. But um, let's let's get into the nitty-gritty, which is Alex Sabrinkin scored 40 goals tonight, uh, 40th goal of the season tonight. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> He has scored 40 goals in a season. Um, I'm just looking at players that were drafted in that year um, that were picked ahead of him. I look at a guy like Luke Kunin. Kunin? Kunin? Please don't go through the, the Leafs draft picks. I know who they are. <laughs> oh, what? Austin Matthews? Igor, Igor Korshkov. Igor Korshkov. I mean, that was a second-round pick. Uh, I'm I'm a little surprised that <laughs> considering Mark Hunter's OHL roots and ties that he didn't go with another Erie Otter after going with uh, Travis Dermott the year before that. Um, yeah. I mean, they also like, you know, Edmonton, Tyler Benson over, like, imagine DeBrinkhead and McDavid right now. I mean, no, that would make no sense. It's not even like they played together. Oh, wait. <laughs> hey, they've hey. Got, they've hey, got to bring it 2.0. It's Kaylor Yamamoto just because they're both tiny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Connor, who, would, so who, would you, who who do you think we should draft? Is Alex DeBrinca still available? Yeah, you should draft him. Okay, Tyler Benson it is. The, I hate the Oilers. Let me just expand on that. They are going to take a forward just because they're going to they're going to force someone into line to play with McDavid, so he doesn't ask for a trade. They need to take another defenseman, I think. I mean, they should take another defenseman. Yeah, because if, if they're they, smart, if they think Evan Bouchard is going to be there, is going to solve their problems, huh? Well, no, no, no. It, you know what's better than Evan Bouchard? Evan Bouchard and another defenseman to play with him. Oi, oi. Evan Bouchard's probably a top two, but he. Has nobody to play with him, unless Clefbaum's going to get played first pair. Haven't you guys noticed I'm really trying really hard to stall and not talk about the Leafs? Yeah, yeah, I'd that's a good thing. Anything other? Yeah, I'd rather talk about anything other too. Um, look, it's so funny because I, I'm caught in like that situation where, where like I'm not happy about that loss against the Flyers, but this is also still a team that's a top five in the league. In the standings. Oh, oh I know. It, it absolutely boggles my mind. I, I, I was saying this to my dad. I think this is the most bored I've been watching the Leafs since the Horacek tank year. Oh, where I just so didn't bad. watch. <laughs> just so cringeworthy. It's bad. It's so boring because you know what's happening. 
you're basically this is basically the preseason, right? Nothing now happens. They could lose fifty nothing every game. Nothing would actually happen. They could win fifty nothing. Nothing would happen. The only the only thing that would happen is people would either continue to freak out or people would get would be like, oh, there's some issue with winning fifty nothing. It, it doesn't matter. And, and just the fear-mongering from this fan base. They're like, oh, my God, Boston, and they're one line. I'm terrified. People over people act like they're the freaking 98 Red Wings or something. People are acting like ta- Boston and Tampa are on the same level. Tampa would smoke their asses. It, it's not a coincidence that when they played them, they smoked them in five games. Yeah. They have one line. Like, they're a very good team. No disrespect, but they have one line and David Krejci. They have they have four guys that are over seventy points, and the rest of the team is under forty. Like, let's not forget, Tampa has three guys with ninety points. Yep, they're the first one team, with one hundred and twenty. The first team since the o nine ten Capitals to have three hundred goals as a team. And Although only the Leafs, the Leafs have a chance. That's true. The Leafs do have a chance. And only four teams have done that since 96-97, by the way. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I think the Leafs are the only other team that's close. Them and maybe Calgary. Can but I, Calgary's kind of fell off. Just to give you, and Jake, this is kind of add to your point about how lopsided the Bruins' top line is to everyone else. Pasternak has been out how long? What? Six Probably weeks? T- Six weeks. Wow. I was going to say he's missed 15 games. Well, he's missed quite a bit. He still leads the team in goals. He's played 60. He has 36 in 61 games. That's ridiculous. Bergeron has 32 in 61. So, like, their top two guys have been banged up this season. Uh, Marshan has 34 in 76. He leads the team with 97 points. I just hate that. But, I mean, we know why. Because he's, he's so good, he's just plays one one turn with Crosby, and all of a sudden, thanks Babs, now you've created a goal scoring machine. Krejci has sixty seven points in seventy seven games, only nineteen goals. You know a player that I'm kind of envious that Boston has because I actually don't mind the way he plays is Jake DeBrusque. <laughs> yeah, he he's also pretty overrated. He has twenty four goals in sixty three games. He did get a little bump when he, but he's got thirty seven points. That's true. People talked about him. I thought he had like 55. That's true. It's like he only has 37. He has less than Zach Hyman. Oh, that's Jeez. true. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, well, he gets he gets hyped up because of that draft where Boston passed on Barzell with three straight picks. So, I mean, fans have to sort of hype up the guy that's in the NHL. The other two guys they took are still in the A. I mean, he's a good player, but yeah. he's, he's not He's not someone I'm he's like, like a, cringy. Like, he's I'm a third-line player, maybe – Tops out at thirty-five goals. Well, yeah, he's he's he can play in a top six, but not be the top option on either line. Like he's like the third wheel. He's a Zach Hyman. That's really what he is, as you described. He's better than Zach Hyman. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got for a first is, round pick. Uh, I quite hope he is. Is uh, Johansson? Is he back from him, or did he get injured? No, I, I forget. Think, I think he he's still he, he's still out. I mean, that was a. Who? Uh, Marcus Johansson. Oh right, I forgot he was on the team. Yeah, he got yeah, absolutely he got injured, murdered. Like the second or third. Who's the guy on Florida that was it? Florida? No, it was Niederreiter, wasn't it? Yeah. No, no, no. Furlan, Michael Furlan. 
Oh, yeah. And then somebody fought Niederreiter because they thought he had So the Leafs need 25 goals in five games to get to 300, so that's probably unlikely. <laughs> I mean, they play the Senators. They play the Habs. So they would need to score, like, eight against the Senators to have any and chance. The only person scoring eight in that game against the Sens is Magnus Pajarvi, so... <laughs> Well, unless we put Garrett Sparks in the Senators' goal. I mean, there's no, like, can we talk about that for a sec, Anderson's usage? Oh, yeah, that, oh. go for it. I'm, I'm just going to I'm, I'm gonna interrupt you with a Brad Marchand tweet update. Oh, sorry. Uh-oh. Oh, no, I thought it was Marchand. It was actually Mark Savard. Never mind. <laughs> Fuck, it was a Bruins avatar. Classic, my... classic mix-up. It was a pay the man. It was just like, Debring has 40 goals, and then he said pay the man, so I thought it was Marshan. My bad. I got duped by myself. Again? Yeah. Um, but you guys go on with what you were saying about... Uh... I'm trying to I think. just find Mike Babcock to be full of crap when it comes to Anderson. I think he's going to ride him down the stretch for no other reason. Um, I hope he doesn't do that. He's looking for an excuse to do it. That's the thing. I mean, the thing I actually appreciate is he's doing everything in his power to avoid playing Garrett Sparks, which I actually appreciate. Hey, man. Because I've said said Garrett Sparks is a road hockey goalie for like three years. So, I mean, I I hated that move from the start. I I think he's one of the worst goalies I've ever seen play in the NHL. Wow. Okay. He sucks. I mean, he he's sucks. not good, but I've seen worse. Dude, I think I've seen worse goalies. No, dude, I'd rather play Russian roulette than you tell you tell me you have one game and this guy has to win you a game. Rather play Russian roulette than that. Hmm. <laughs> okay, I mean, I was gonna say, well, they they you know jo- Joseph Wall is practicing with the team right now. <laughs> yeah, this guy can't be worse. I'm I'm very curious. Like now that he's do- officially done NCAA, I, that's the guy I think. If you're a Leafs fan, him and Ian Scott are going to be battling it out. To but he's not going to play it all this year. Somebody or people have said already he's finishing. He'll get, his, he'll get lit up too. Yeah, he's <laughs> finishing his degree at BC, so he won't play at all, even mm-hmm. with the Marlies. But he's with Toronto right now, so he is. But he's taking classes while he's with the Leafs. Oh, that's kind of like what uh, Donato did last year. He's still in school. That's awesome. Just go to BC yeah. and then fly up to the Leafs when you feel like it. Yeah, it's why like not? That. Um, but no, I, I do agree. Like, you know what? Like, play, like, there should be no reason why Anderson starts against the Senators. Um, there's the only team I want Anderson to play against is the Islanders. That's the only, like, really, at that, that should be the only game he plays, if you yeah. think about it. Have they won all three games against Montreal, right, this season? Yeah, yeah. Give Montreal a bone. Throw sparks at him. Who cares? Hey, it could. It no, could I don't mean care. A lot. I don't give a shit. You know what? Yeah. The part of me that I, that wonders. Okay. Um, my only contra- counter thought to that is if Montreal needs to win that game, that would be a really good test for the Leafs before the playoffs. Yep. Like I don't think they will, especially since they blew it tonight. Dude, man, you know Carey Price is just gassed. Oh, he's gassed and he's injured. His blocker hands fucked, and they're not taking him out because Carey Price won't let them take him out. Okay, I found one goalie that I would not trust in a game scenario, Jake. Auntie Niemi. No, I'd take Niemi over him. He looked fantastic in the preseason game I watched. <laughs> That's true. Against I mean, the Marlies. He has won a cup. So Regardless. 
I, I will say that I'm not a Garrett Sparks fan. I don't. I, I'm not disputing your fact, Jake. It's just, I mean, McElhaney, when I see him with Carolina, that really does bug me. Um, what I would have, you know what would have been funny is if just to satisfy Babcock and whatever, just put Sparks on waivers and see what happens. See what team would actually claim. He would not get claimed. The only I, thing, he might get claimed for an AHL team. He would not get an NHL job. Yeah, that's the thing. If, if he gets claimed, I would fucking clap and I would drive him there. I'd get in my own personal car and drive him there. There's a couple teams that might take a stab at him, but like teams out of the playoffs. Like I've seen like Philly. But, yeah, teams that have nothing to lose. And Philly, gonna, stop it. The New teams Jersey. Teams are experimenting. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I don't, I'm not a. Garrett Sparks fan either. Uh, a lot of the Marlies writers have obviously been out saying Garrett Sparks had a massively important season last year. He won the Baz Bastion. I mean, he was he was great, but he puts himself in the situations where all those highlight reel saves is because he's so far out of position that he has to make that save. Well, that game against Ottawa was infuriating because there was times where you can tell it's it's not it's not the defense all the time. You, no. you need to be in position to make the save, too. As the goaltender for the Leafs, it's the defense most of the time. Yeah. Not all the time. Let, let's talk about that. That game against Philly. What bothered me the most is two. No, you're up 2 nothing. That team stopped playing in the second period. Yeah, that, that's what bothers me. They, they, um, I think they looked at the standings, they looked at the scoreboard, and they just decided we're going to mail it in and hope our skill can get us through, and it didn't. Would you agree with that assessment, Jake? What's that? That they just gave up in the second period against Philly? Who, the Leafs? Yeah. I mean, this uh, is so inconsistent. I I wouldn't say gave up, but I'd say they just... It's what the Leafs do. They have a second or a lead going into the second, and they just coasted, and then they played the entire period like crap and then came out in the third and brought it back but it's just those lapses like if they had just played the way they played in the third for the second period they probably would have gotten out of there with what a two three goal win i would think so i mean if they just played those 20 minutes properly they wouldn't have lost in a shootout so this is my question to you what other than the fact that Mern marinchin and guys like justin holt igor Arjaganov are in the lineup is it that's the problem or is it a coach thing uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell you what's wrong right now. Martin Merchant, I mean, he is what he is. Uh, same with Justin Hall. Same with all these guys. Yes, you'd like to have Dermot and Gardner in the lineup, but they're doing the best of what they have, and their best isn't very good, ideally. I mean, you'll have Callie Rosen next week, and Gardner's practicing again, so it's coming together. But um, so what? Do you, yeah, what do you think happens when? <laughs> yeah, I love the hype machine for Callie Rosen. He's oh, basically yeah. considered. <laughs> Eric did I send Carlson. you? Did I send you the? There was a gift that Kevin Papetti put out from uh, Palenshin. Yeah, words pension plan. Um, and it was just uh, Callie Rosen does everything, and then the Michael Scott gif of him just like freaking out. <laughs> it's like it's exactly what it's. It's like when Travis yeah. Dermott came up. It's like. He just he skates the puck out and doesn't turn it over, and it's like he's the messiah. It's like he just turned water into wine. Yeah, he just 
uh, it's going to be hilarious. I think we need to just grossly overreact to everything he does on that night on Twitter. Just, <laughs> oh my God. It's going to be fun. It's like, what other franchise? Yeah. None. So, like we were talking before we went on about like Quinn Hughes is playing his first game for Vancouver. Did you see tonight. his assist on Brett? Like no. the play that led to the assist? It was actually first point, really nice. Congrats, Quinn. Good stuff. But we were like, they're freaking out over Quinn Hughes. We're freaking out over a free agent signing from 2017 that's making his first game. <laughs> and he's 25 years old. Who's missed like six yeah. who's missed like six weeks too? <laughs> yeah. He could barely put his foot in a skate two weeks ago and we're like, put him in. Put him in. Him with four legs. It's, da- it's kind of sad because that's how fragile this leaf's. One legged Rosen's better than four legged Marinchin. No, oh. it's just it's not it's just how shit some of their def- they have probably some of the worst seventh and eighth defensemen out there. That's why. And that's why the Babcock quote about depth wasn't very, like as much out of line as Look, you don't. I don't appreciate a coach kind of calling out the GM like that. Like you can tell the guy that in his face, but I didn't appreciate the. Con- but he's not wrong. Like, the depth has not stepped up on the, def- one, on the back end. One downfall with Kyle Dubas is that he's loyal to his Marlies players, and that's why the Leafs didn't go out and get anybody at the deadline because he believed that those guys were good enough. And you can, given the but chance, you can tell he he realized that too because he kind of said, "If we if the injuries that happen now, if we anticipated that, we probably would have done things differently." That was pretty sure that's what he said. Yeah, and it's uh, it's just an unfortunate situation. I mean, we talked about this in one of the last podcasts. You you never, in hindsight, sure you if you knew Travis Dermott was going to injure his shoulder a game after the trade deadline, yeah, you're going to make a trade to add someone. I mean, it's just an unfortunate situation. Yeah, I mean, what makes a team like Tampa so good is that these guys don't get hyped up to play such a high leverage role, and they kind of grow into that. I look at a guy like Anthony Sorelli, um, Eric Chernak. Um, like a lot of these guys, they've kind of just flown under the radar. When they're ready to step in, they kind of they, they it just happens. They're not hyped up to do anything it just happens and i think that's something babcock is trying to do like he wasn't going to give travis dermot a big role because he's just like i don't want to spoon feed something that he's not ready for to be fair it actually did work with morgan riley too yeah (laughs) where he's like no power play time it's like oh now he's a stud yeah i mean (laughs) When a guy is talented and is willing to put in the work, it it shows. And Morgan Raleigh's an example. Like, I, I love how people are bashing Babcock and how he's overrated and all that. And just like Morgan Raleigh was close to being an issue for the Leafs because of how previous coaches were handling him. And Mike Babcock fixed him. If he fixed Nazem Kadri. Um, he he's trying to do that with Nylander, I think. And I don't think it's really working. Um, in the in terms of Nylander offensively, like he's been unreal to watch. Defensively, I've seen the flyby, not really giving a crap about covering guys. I don't know if I'm the only one that just has those feelings. What Nylander defensively? Yeah, 
Who fucking cares? That's the thing I hate. That's the thing I hate about the league nowadays. It's just so ridiculously coached. You have to watch other elite players. Fucking Alex Ovechkin doesn't give a shit about defense. It's true. Who gives a shit? He scores. Like uh, the thing I hate is that everyone has to be able to play defense. Like no, they're not. It's like everybody has to be Sidney Crosby. No. No, no, they're not. Connor McDavid doesn't play any defense either. He's just really good at getting takeaways. It's like Matthews, too. He has 100 points a season, so nobody cares. Exactly. And it's you're not true. paying him to win puck bat. Well, okay. You're not, you're not paying him to block shots on the penalty kill. It's not why you're paying him. <laughs> paying $7 million to be able to create offensively. And, I mean, ultimately, he should be doing better than now, but he's also been extremely snake-bitten. Yeah, he's, I mean, is it unfair to say that over the stretch of poor play, Nylander's probably been one of the five best players on the ice every night? Uh, yeah, probably. He's been great. I he was... just isn't getting the results, which is, I'm trying to find a good word for people that continually bash Nylander. Like, it's like they don't watch the game. No, they're just hoping... I actually believe they hope he fails, which is embarrassing for no, it's one hundred percent true. Like you oh, can yeah. tell there's certain guys on Twitter. I mean, obviously we know who yeah. one of them is the guy that like, hey, I'm uh, too busy raising a million dollars for saving <laughs> whales blowholes, uh, but I can tweet at a hundred people a day. Um, but they're they're just like the Leafs could be up forty nine nothing and he'd have seven points and they won't say shit. Then the next day he'll miss a tap in. They'll be like, "Oh, not paying seven million dollars for that." I- I'm just convinced people just want to complain about anything. I mean, they complain about John Tavares. Remember the? I think it was O Dog who said that you're not paying him eleven million dollars to play average, and yeah. it's kind of been a meme now. Not paying eleven yeah. million dollars to score like forty five and Every stuff time like he that. Scores a goal. Yeah, which I love because you just got to troll people. Not paying people that John are wrong. Tavares $11 million to be second in the league in scoring. Yeah, not paying John Tavares $11 million to score four goals. Like, it, it's just stupid. People people just want – it's just such a hot take year, uh, era where people just want to have a hot take, and if they're right, they feel good about themselves. Like, who, who cares? Uh, there's I, so many people that just want to see Nylander fail. It's gotten to the point where, like, I'm watching games, and if he turns a puck over or a pass doesn't go, I'm like, oh, shit, somebody's going to say something about that. Yeah. I just can't Nylander's wait until the, the playoffs come ever. and he really comes together. Because I think he, I've, like, he's played in the regular season, I think a couple of years ago, or last year, he played really well against the Bruins. And I just think that whole Matthews Nylander line didn't play well against Boston last year, but. I think now that you can say, okay, well, you want to take away Matthews and Nylander. Now you have to handle Tavares and Marner, Marner. which they didn't have last year. I, I, that's the big thing I think people are forgetting. Last year, and the reason why it's going to be different is because last year, the second option was Pocanic, Marlowe, Marner. <laughs> I mean, I mean another, another thing is they have to have not blow up games by Freddie Anderson where he literally loses the games. Yeah. Yeah. Like game seven, he lost them that game. Yeah. Well, it just Um, all unraveled. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, it was a mess. They needed a save. They couldn't get the save. And then everything was just spiraling. Jake Garner was just throwing bucks all over the place. And 
They were just they were panicking when they needed to be calm. Yeah. It was it was a sign of inexperience. <laughs> they were they were triple thinking every decision. Because the one thing I'll say about Anderson is when he was in Anaheim, it was because he was on a he was with veteran guys that played a more defensive style. Life was easier for him. Now it's He saved really their ass a couple times. Yeah, he did. And you expect that. Um, I, I just think the Leafs are relying too much on him. Like, I, like, look, your goaltender is supposed to save the puck. And he's supposed to bail you out. It's just happening a little bit too much right now. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I think that needs to change. Is they, I mean, Babcock only has five games to tell him, hey, you know, wake up. After that, it's kind of just if it doesn't. They also better in the playoffs. They better change the way they play their lineup because if they're not playing those top two guys forty minutes a night, there's an issue. Yeah, like if if the if the, I'm forever hopeful that is what happens, but I still am leery that you're gonna see the goat somehow playing twelve minutes a night when he should be playing like two. Yeah, that's sort of an issue, and they need to. Well, one thing I want to see is, I mean, it's going to be different because the Leafs have this center depth and you're going to actually have hopefully a full series with Kadri, which is going to be a big thing that a lot of people are forgetting about last year is Thomas Plekanec was playing top six minutes for half the series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, I'd like to see Kadri get back to being, uh, for lack of a better term, the asshole that he was supposed to be playing. That's when he's at his I best. I don't know why they haven't put him in basically just a complete shutdown role on yeah. top lines just as practice. I would say just don't care about offense. Just shut them down and we'll win. Because that's basically how you beat 20 teams in the NHL. It's a game against McDavid that he's famous for, Kadri, when he just got in McDavid's face and then scored the OT winner. I mean, that's when Kadri's at his best. When he's shutting guys down, or and it's fun. It's fun just shutting down guys. Yeah. Like obviously, thing. people like scoring goals. <laughs> that that's fun being able to be like, yeah, you're not scoring tonight. And that's the point yeah. I actually, Jake, I wanted to bring up is that this like there's who I feel like there's times where there's too many guys are thinking I got to score, I got to score, and not enough guys are thinking you know what maybe just play that shutdown like Marlo, Marlo Kadri and Kapanen could probably do that. Kapanen can for sure. He can skate with anybody. And Marlo, like... Marlo should be able to use some sort of, I don't know, hockey sense that he's gone over the last couple of decades to do that. And that was yeah. literally Kadri's role. Like uh, this is the thing: like Kadri doesn't play penalty. He's not using those as many defensive situations as he was a couple of years ago. And I feel like it's because Babcock is relying on. Tavares and Matthews to do a little more of that. Yeah, that's fine. I don't mind it. It's just I'd like to see him get back to that role where they use him against top guys. But in the Boston series, if you use, I am I am I wrong for thinking that Connor Brown's going to somehow find his way back into the top nine for this series against Boston? I don't I think so. Not. I don't think so. I think. I think when Babcock, like, are you I bumping Kapanen off? Especially when Boston has last change, I hope Connor Brown's not in the top nine because him and Marlowe. I hope he's not even on the ice. I hope he's in the press box. Well, imagine Boston with first change and Kadri, Marlowe, and Brown as the line. That's going to be a, an issue. Yep. 
So, I don't know. Trevor Moore, uh, Tyler Ennis is the guy to play right now. So it should be Brown, Gautier, and Ennis currently. And Moore is the 13th if you need him. And uh, I don't know. Uh, you hope Kadri has a good series. I, I think he, like, obviously Matthews and Tavares will determine how the series goes, but the Leafs They can... also have to figure out their fucking power play because it has been bad. Yeah. They should spread it out, honestly. Like, just do two units at this point. Well, Because he's playing the that... second unit more now. And I the just, second no, unit doesn't just, have anyone on it. I just think they're 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 not willing to kind of... I don't know. Like, when it was successful, they were moving the puck quickly. When they're kind of just standing around... It's like, what are you gonna like? No matter what you do, the angle, like, move, move, get to the the penalty killers just remain stationary. They don't have to do anything. Yeah, because there's no, there's no movement laterally, or down low, or they pass it to Marner. Marner shoots it on net and hopes for something to happen. That's pretty much it. It's the whole power play. They need. I'd like to see them spread it out, and. I don't know what which guys you put where, but you probably put Kadri on the second power play. You put Nylander back on the first or something. Like I'd like to see something like that. Well, that that should be the goal between. I mean, really, they've had two days to practice where there's been no games. Um, next week they have a back to back between the Islanders and Carolina. Why end. do we? Uh, why did the league schedule the Leafs on back-to-backs with the Islanders all season? Even though this is the first half, I, I, I guess it's just scheduling and what. I don't know. I, I can't uh, say. Sounds stupid. Uh, other than that, I think it will be interesting to see how they play against Ottawa this time around. I can't believe I'm saying that because that last time was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> But um, anything else, boys, you want to throw up before we, we end it? No, I don't think so. I don't think no. so. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little distracted. My dog just came down. He's just chilling with me. So. Aw, that's cool. He uh, needs something from me. It's the only reason he's down here, which is why it's freaking me out. Okay, well, I'll let you get to your dog, Austin. Jake, thank you for taking time of your busy schedule to join us. No problem. I'll leave your it to you. Checks in the mail, Chief. Yeah, your your check, it's gonna be in Canadian dollars though. So, damn it, that was it's all right. The Oof. only thing we didn't negotiate was the exchange rate. That's <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, thank you guys for stopping in, and guys, just make sure you uh, continue following us on, uh, well, wherever you follow us on Twitter, Facebook. You can get us on Google Play, the iTunes Store, or Apple Store. Anywhere we get your podcast, you can get us there. And uh, we'll be sure to have more Leafs talk as we get closer to the playoffs, which is what we're all waiting for at this point. So enjoy the rest of your day and enjoy whatever you can because it won't be easy. <laughs>